So I want us to go to 1 Corinthians 4 and, and 15, and uh, we're actually going to read verse 15 and 16 together. So I want you to go there in your Bibles. I'll be reading from the New King James Version tonight. So 1 Corinthians 4, 15 and 16, this is what it says. For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, all right, and let's stop there. Though you might have 10,000 instructors, that's teachers in Christ. Notice he distinguished this from all other teachers in your life, that God will give you 10,000 people to teach you what you need to know. Though you may have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. Now, Paul is identifying himself to the church of Corinth as their spiritual father. So that is why he puts the remainder of this part in there. He said, yet you do not have many fathers, for in Christ I have begotten you through the gospel. So he's identifying himself as the one who brought them the gospel, the one to whom they are being discipled by, the one to whom they got saved under as their spiritual father. And then he says in verse 16, therefore I urge you, imitate me, which is what children do to their parents. So the Apostle Paul is not trying to discount this first part that he is announcing that God in Christ, God has given you 10,000 teachers, but what he, is, he, he was identifying himself as the father, but also announcing that if you don't have a spiritual father, if you don't have a spiritual mother, you will never be alone in this world because God will send you whatever you need every time you need it. And I am a living witness of that. I'm a witness that you may not always have all the resources you want, but God will send you what you need when you need it. You may not have all the answers you want, but God will send you what you need when you need it. The other thing is that if you get an idea that's bigger than you, that's where God runs. That's, you're in the God lane now. You have moved out of your own thoughts, devices, schemes, and, and knowledge into a realm where you have to lean on something bigger. You have to lean on something stronger. So God delights in giving you ideas that are bigger than you, dreams that are bigger than you, because that's the only way he can stretch you out of the comfort zone by giving you an assignment that you feel unworthy to fulfill. Has God ever given anyone in this room an assignment and you said, why me, Lord? There's so many other people who can do that better. Okay, now I'm not gonna ask you to raise your hands for this one. You can just nod and I won't tell anybody. How many have ever compared your gift to another person's gift and said, Lord, I'd sure like to have that one. I'm not even gonna look, all right? Just nod any way you wanna nod. Because we recognize the giftings in other people's lives and sometimes we don't even recognize the giftings in our own life because we are always walking dependent upon the Lord and that's how he wants it. So a lot of people overlook this whole part about the 10,000 teachers and we wanna talk about that. Before I get into talking about mothers and fathers, spiritual mothers and fathers and teachers, I wanna just, because this is the first Tuesday of the year, I wanna speak as to why this is important. Why is it important to know that every assignment God has given to you, there's an alignment that goes with the assignment. You need to know that. 
For every new assignment, there will be new alignments. If God asks you to build something, it's not for the people you know, it's for the people that will come. If God asks you to do something, it's not for the people that, he, that are in your life, but the people he's bringing into your life. Every time God brings you into a new season, he gives you a new assignment and new alignments. Those relationships can change the trajectory of your entire life. God can send one person into your life that changes your entire trajectory. God can bring one teacher into your life that changes everything you've ever doubted and everything, it can change your whole thought process. God can bring one couple into your life that changes your marriage. God can bring one preacher into your life that builds your faith. So when God gives you assignments, they're supposed to be bigger than you. They're supposed to feel overwhelming for a season. That's what causes us to pray and fast and seek the Lord. And the more out of control you feel, the harder you will pray, the more you will fast, and the more you will seek the Lord. Anybody that knows that to be true, say amen. That's exactly what will happen. So God designed on purpose that we would have a divine reset every year. Now there's some people embracing this new year and there's other people, they're still waving last year goodbye so hard they haven't even thought about this year. They're just glad that one is over. And I don't care, I don't know which, which category you're in. If you're just happy that one's gone and you get a new start, well whatever category you're in, God has chosen to reset your life now. God has chosen. There are areas in your life that are being reset right now. Things you've been praying for, things you've been believing for, areas of your life that are being, God has put the reset button, not the default button. He's not gonna send you back to what you know. The reset button means you get a new download. It means that there's something new coming into your life. So understand this, it was God's design that the earth would spin around one time and we would call that a day and a night. It was God's design. 24 hour days was God's design. It wasn't something we thought up, it's something he chose. He wanted us to work in days and nights. Thank you so much for supporting our ministry. If this has blessed you, please say a prayer for us. And if you would like to give, we have four ways that you can do that. You can give online at briancutshaw.com or if you're a PayPal user, just PayPal us at Church Trainer. Or you can also give through the mail at P.O. Box 267, Georgetown, Tennessee, 37336. Or if you're a Venmo user, you can Venmo us also at Church Trainer. Thank you, and God bless you, and may the Lord multiply your seed. Now back to Hope in the Word. God chose that a full rotation of the moon would be a month, and that's how Israel builds their calendar. God chose that. The lunar rotation is what we call months. God chose that the solar rotation is what we call a year. So the time that it takes the earth to revolve around the sun, or the, or is it the yeah, it's the earth to revolve around the sun, that is what we would call then a year. So while we're doing this, we're also doing this. Right, And we have this orbit of the moon as well going on in our, in our orbit system. So understand, God designed this because God knew, God liked this idea so much, he did it two times. God liked the idea so much 
of a divine reset that he set two beginnings of the year. One for the Jewish people to distinguish them among everybody else on this earth. So their new year has already begun. It started last at the end of September. So, so they're already well into their new year where we're just now starting our new year because we're on the solar calendar while they're on the lunar calendar. So God loved the idea of a divine reset so much he did it two times. He designed it because with every new season comes new creation. I want you to think about this. God is creating things right now for you that didn't exist for you last year. God is creating things right now for you that did not exist last year. You might have been praying for it, wishing for it, waiting on it, but God is right now creating a new season which comes with new design, it comes with new creative opportunities, it comes with new gifts, it comes with new alignments, which means fresh relationships and new relationships, and it comes with new things that may be a lot of things. It may be a new job, it may be a new opportunity, it may be a new source of income, it might be a new resource, it may be a, a new person, a new partner in life or ministry, but God is redesigning you to start a new season a new way. Don't get stuck in the past. Don't get stuck in what happened. Live current. I can tell you, anybody that's been married, my redhead and I, we've been married 40 years. The one thing we know about a 40-year marriage is this. Don't get stuck in the past. What we know is live in the present. You keep bringing up the past, you'll anchor yourself to it. You'll get stuck in it, and it'll be a battleground. It will not be a memory. It'll be a place where you fight. Remember when you did this? Remember when you did that? Remember when that happened? It'll be a battleground where you will fight the rest of your life. If you want to get free from that battleground, stay current. Deal with what is on the table now, not what was on the table 10 years ago. That's good preaching. Any way you slice it, I'm going to pat myself on the back for that. You got to live current. Get over who dumped you. Get over who left you. Get over who walked out on you. You are in a new season, and God is creating all things new for you. Walk on out of that valley. There is a mountain waiting on you to explore. So you can't live in the past. You got to live in the present. That's God's design. That's why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians, therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. I think that should be coming up on the screen sometime. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. There you go. All things have become new. That needs to be a life verse for somebody. You can't live in the past. Listen, anybody want to, everybody in this room has got a regret of some kind. No one wants them, but everybody gets them. There is a moment you wish you could take back, a phone call you wish you'd never made, a conversation you wish you never had, an email you wish you'd never hit send on. There is a day where you screwed up your life. I guess I can say that in the pulpit, can I? You understand that, right? There's a day where you messed up your life that if you could go back to that one day and make one decision, you could have saved yourself a thousand heartaches. There is too much pain back there. Give it up. Walk on out of there and start a new life in Christ. 
I wasn't planning on telling this story, but I will. I went through seasons of life where I just, I, I didn't know how to get rid of the pain. I didn't know what to do to get rid of the pain. And so I asked the Lord to help me. And, and when you're a pastor, you don't always like admitting these kind of things. It's like, where do I go? Who can I talk to? Who, 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 do, I, who, do, I deal, who do I deal with this stuff with? And so what I did is I journaled it. I got a journal and I, I bought one journal and I filled up that whole journal. And then I thought, boy, I need another journal. So I got a second journal and I filled up two journals and it was the most painful thing. It was like from my childhood forward, everything that I felt inside that I'd never been able to say or discuss with anyone or get rid of, I wrote all of those things down and I, I just wanted rid of it and, and I couldn't even make myself read it anymore. When I would read it, it would just break my heart all over again. And so the Lord told me what to do with it. I took it to a dumpster and I knew when the trash truck came and I put it in the dumpster, these two journals in the dumpster, and I got me a folding chair, and I leaned up against the building and folded my arms and waited on that dump truck and I, or that garbage truck. And I heard him coming up the street. Then I heard him turning into the, the driveway of that building I was in. It was at a church. I heard him pulling up into the church parking lot, and I watched as those two hooks came out. And it, was, it had to be the Lord to let me see this. But I watched when they picked that dumpster up in the air, I saw those two books go out. I mean, there's a lot of bags and junk in there, but the Lord let me see those two books flipping in the air, and the Lord said, leave it there. You don't know what's in it. Don't go back and find it. Don't, don't go dig it up again. Leave it there. And I want to tell you, a thousand pounds lifted off of me that day when I walked out of my past into my future. And I am determined not to live in pain. You are living in pain if you cannot give up anything. You've got to walk out of the past. It's too painful. It's too, it will do nothing but hold you back and change your personality and make you tell lies. So stop doing it and start living in the present. God said, the old is passed away. All things have become new. If you believe that, give the Lord praise. Amen.